and work song. Uh, one of the most fun I had last year was the long-awaited Narcos. Um, I think many people have been waiting for the Pablo Escobar story to be told. He's become more and more iconic as the years go by, and emblemic of a, a certain, well, now we have El Chapo, but he's emblemic of the whole notion of the multi-billion dollar drug cartel that uses ruthless tactics and, um, and let's face it, it's exciting uh, and, and draws people in. And they did a brilliant job. It was uh, a Netflix show, one of those where they just release every episode at once. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The casting was great. Um, the only flaws I thought it had, um, well, going to the, like, they've basically, they've covered 10 or 15 years of, of Pablo's life in the first series. And the second series that came out about a week ago is only covering the last year and a bit, I think, of, of Escobar's life. Um, the weird thing is, I said last week, that was a complaint. And in the end, the things that they've done, everything that's happened, either by necessity or design, has actually worked out making the show better. I've nearly finished it. It's a better season. The biggest complaint I had last year was, even though most of it's in Spanish with um, uh, Colombian actors and so on, they shoehorned this American guy, Boyd Holbrook, who I think I've seen in other shows and not liked either, or at least in movies, as a DEA agent. And he, unfortunately, was a narrator as well. And he was all over the series. And I felt like it was an intrusion because it was like an American cop show had landed in the middle of this thrilling Colombian tale. Um, and But the big downside was I thought he was the second worst actor in a brilliant cast. And the worst was the character that played his wife. She was terrible. I'll see if I can find her. Yeah, Joanna Christie. She's awful. And this time around, they've actually fixed just about every fault the first series has. They booted her into touch completely. They sidelined Boyd Holbrook's uh, character. And they made him better as well. They made him from this typical DEA gung-ho uh, hotshot into this hard-drinking, violent, and actually more agreeably uh, in interesting and diverse character. And his acting in this one is better. And his narration is wound really, really low. Um, but the other thing that's made this much more of a, a satisfying uh, season for me the previous one had an awful lot of story, and I said when it got to the end, it felt like they were tapering away um, because they knew that they had a hit on their hands and they wanted to stretch what was a threadbare end to the story, uh, given that they, you know, it was one tenth of the time frame uh, of the previous series, uh, and that that would be a big problem that they don't really have much of a story. But the opposite has been proven true. For a start, there's been an enormous amount of character focus. And the acting is definitely the best thing about the show. Uh, Wagner Mora as Pablo Escobar is absolutely superb and much more in the show than he was in the first series. Uh, they've shown his dark brooding menace grow ever more worried and he's a more complicated and more horrible and nicer character. Um, it's been fascinating to watch him. The other great, there's two other characters that have really come to the fore. One of them is Pedro Pascal. Last season, he was just a sidekick to the American DEA agent. This season, he's become brilliant. A really troubled man that has 
come to the conclusion that in order to fight with people like Pablo Escobar, you have to get not a little dirty, but you have to get dirtier than them. And this season brings in all the right-wing militias and the facilitation of some of the most barbaric government-sanctioned actions you've ever seen, uh, most of which has been validated as well. And he's a brilliant character this time around, perpetually in a state of very sort of staring off into the distance and weighing up how horrible the actions are that he is now sanctioning. Uh, which are pretty extreme. And the other one, the really great character that's come forward, is Paulina Gaitan as uh, Tata Escobar, Escobar's wife. She was a side character to his infidelities in the first series. But her character, she's gorgeously cute as well, but her character has developed so much in this season. Her acting's gotten really good, and she's become a much more complex character. Uh, You might wonder how a woman could stay with someone like Pablo Escobar, but... This time around, instead of just being the dumb housewife in the background, like there's, an, there's a uh, sequence where she makes dinner for, for everyone, trying to pretend that everyone's okay and that she's living a happy nuclear family life. And you can just see all the denial that's going through her and the way that she's absolving Pablo and of her circumstances of guilt and, and just living this total lie. She's a really fascinating character this time around. And although it's getting a little bit repetitive with Pablo moving from one place to another and so on, um, the the actual story itself, even though it's much smaller and much more similar um, because it's over a short frame of time and the scenario is is well documented what happened, um, the pursuit by the paramilitary groups and the police and the army and America and everything else, um, it's very exciting, it's very intense And there have been some really shocking uh, developments. And it's tipping its hat towards the kind of dramatic tension that Breaking Bad had. So there might be flaws. But looking back, I think there are probably more flaws in the first season than this one. Uh, Really great ensemble, great rock and roll TV making. Um, And it might not be critically worth it. But from an enjoyment perspective, I'm going to give Narcos season two a nine out of ten.